أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وبعد by the fadl of Allah Ta'ala we've reached the Mubarak 27th night of Ramadan اللهم إنك عفو تحب العفو فاعفو عنا اللهم إنك عفو تحب العفو فاعفو عنا اللهم إنك عفو تحب العفو فاعفو عنا وعفو عن أمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم I had a, a, before we started before we started the the reading from tonight I had a correction yesterday that I received from one Mulana Javed Iqbal who is a, an Ustad of the Ulum in the Kidderminster branch of the Darulum Berry and uh, he's he lives I think in Birmingham and so he uh, politely reminded me that uh, uh, Imam Shafi'i was 29 when Imam Malik died he was not 13 so that was a mistake in yesterday's uh, in yesterday's lesson uh, Imam Shafi'i uh, was born in 179 sorry was born in 150 and Imam Malik died in 179 after Hijra. So Jazakallahu Khairan. And uh, uh, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala uh, uh, reward our ulama for the islah that they do for the ummah. So we uh, continue the, this uh, kind of abridgment of the, the different uh, um, the different consequences of sins, repercussions of sins that Hazrat Tanri put in his book Jazaul Amal. Uh, uh, he continues. He continues by uh, mentioning section in which he says that sinning causes one's lifespan to shorten, and its blessing to be curtailed, whereas piety uh, uh, results in an extension of one's lifespan, as established by authentic narrations. Shortening of a person's lifespan on account of sinning can be understood from this: the objection that one's lifespan is already decreed. Uh, therefore, how can it increase or decrease is a weak objection. Why apply this objection to lifespan alone? All of these things, uh, affluence, poverty, good health, illness are decreed and one can make the, sec uh, make the same objection to them. Despite this, we resort to measures to remove poverty, uh, 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 to try to enjoy good health, etc., etc. The same can be uh, applied to one's lifespan. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he also, you know, when he mentions the, uh, his qadr, he mentions his uh, predestination and meeting out of certain things. Uh, a person is given something, uh, and that's in the knowledge of Allah, and then he may increase in it or decrease in it, and that's also in the knowledge of Allah. Uh, uh, just like we mentioned yesterday that Allah ta'ala created a, a maqam in Jannah for every person of the hellfire, and he created a maqam in the hellfire of every person of Jannah. Uh, obviously, he knew who was going to go where from beforehand, but it doesn't mean that he didn't make the possibility there for you. He didn't, it doesn't mean that he didn't make the possibility there for you. And so, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts barakah in a person's life in what they can get done in the same amount of time and also in the amount of time as well because of certain people's good deeds and bad deeds. Uh, 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 and that's, that's the point of this section. Uh, section 10, another harm of sin is that one uh, uh, in sin, uh, one who commits sin uh, will do it until it becomes the cause of a second sin and then a third. Gradually sins become many to the extent that the sinner is immersed in them. Secondly, constant sinning becomes uh, his habit, which then is extremely difficult to give up. He then commits a sin because, he does not, uh, because if he does not, it causes him pain and discomfort. 
Subsequently, the wretched person has no enjoyment uh, in their life whatsoever. This is another. This is another issue. Like for example, heroin. Right? If a person shoots up heroin for a week or for a month, and then says, "This is a sin. This is horrible. I want to give it up." Can you give it up easily? No. If you just give it up right away, you'll die. There are a number of sins like that. They become a person's habit. The person's heart becomes molded around it. They cannot sleep if they don't commit that sin. They can't wake up if they don't commit that sin. They can't uh, you know, f- function uh, as a normal person if they don't uh, do that sin. Alcohol is the same thing. People don't know this. Just because it's legal in the state of Illinois doesn't mean that it's legal in the court of Allah Ta'ala. People who give up, people who are al- alcoholics who are addicted to alcohol, some of them, if they give it up cold turkey, they'll die from it. People literally die from it. Uh, uh, and so uh, this is uh, this is this is a thing that happens. It's a hadith of the Prophet sallallahu that he told a story about a man. Uh, 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 what happened was that there was he heard that at, uh, so there was a tree somewhere that people were worshiping, and so he was a believer and he became so happy, uh, or so not happy, the opposite of happy. He became so angry that he took his axe and his niya was to chop that tree down for, for the sake of Allah Ta'ala, that the people shouldn't worship it as an idol instead of Allah. So on the way there, shaitan came to him in the form of a man and uh, said, hey, what are you doing? And he says, I'm going to chop this tree down. He says, well, slow down, you know, what's the big deal? He says, no, it's wrong. People shouldn't be worshipping this tree and uh, it's shirk and it's going to destroy their akhirah and it's going to destroy their dunya and it makes no sense, etc., etc. So the shaitan haggles with him back and forth and he says, look, how about this? Instead of being hasty about this, here, take a dinar, a gold coin. It's worth a good amount of money. So here, take this dinar, this gold coin, and uh, 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 just don't chop it down today. You know, just don't chop it down today. So he says, thinks about it, he says, okay, he takes the dinar, he goes home. The next day, he, the, after the day has passed, he goes uh, back with the axe. You've heard this? Have you heard this hadith before? He goes back with the axe. And he's going to chop that, uh, that tree down. And uh, 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 the same shaitan comes to him again in the form of a man. And he argues with him and haggles with him. And says, here, I'll give you another dinar. Just give it another day. So he takes the dinar and he uh, goes home. And now his resolve is weakened. So the third day he goes, he knows he's going to see that, that man again. And he's going to get a gold coin from him. So what happens, shaitan comes to him in the form of a man. He asks him, where are you going? He says, I'm going to go chop the tree down. He says, no, you're not. And he grabs him by the throat and slams him to the floor. This is, the, this is, this is, this is, this is a, a, another example of this, that when a person does something wrong, it opens the door for more wrong to happen. Up the guy, shaitan now has control over him. Why? Because he weakened his heart. Before he had iman inside his heart, he was going to do what was right, and he was going to do it for the sake of Allah. Then what happened, that, that, that kefiyah that stayed inside the heart eroded to the point where uh, uh, where the power that he had to resist shaitan was gone. Now shaitan, he, uh, you know, he t- took shaitan as his sheikh now. Now shaitan has power over him. There's so many places in the Quran and in the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam that this is, uh, 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 this is mentioned. Wukila ilayhi fanuwalihi ma tawalla. You know, there, there are so many places that this is mentioned. Uh, that the person who takes authority or makes authority into, uh, out from someone, then Allah Ta'ala says, okay, go under that person's authority. If you, if you follow a, a messed up sheikh, then that sheikh will have control over you. Nobody, he had, nobody, gave, nobody forced you to follow him in the first place. Once you start following him, he has control over you. If you follow shaitan, shaitan will have control over you. If you follow your nafs, your nafs will get control over you. 
Allah Ta'ala says this in his book. He says that whoever, whoever disputes with the, the Rasul uh, uh, or breaks with the Rasul after the path of guidance has been made clear to him and follows a path other than the path of the believers, we will put them under the control of the thing that they, that they, they seek authority from. So if you're, you know, you're like, well, the Quran is good, but it's, you know, it's misogynistic. Okay, fine, khalas, you're under the control of the feminists now. You say, oh, the Quran is good, but, you know, uh, it's not good for modern, like, you know, commerce. Okay, fine, you're under the control of capitalism. The Quran is good, but, you know, it's, there are certain sections of it uh, that are homophobic. Khalas, then that's the thing, that, that thing will have power over you. That thing you took as a god, that thing will have power over your nafs. It had no power over you before until you accepted it. Uh, but once you accept it, then you're, you, you've, uh, uh, you've you know, given up, you've written a, signed away your, your, your life to that thing. And to break that is very difficult. It's not impossible to break that is difficult. In fact, this is one of the reasons why Allah Ta'ala says in his book, he gives the metaphor of bringing dead to life. When he talks about uh, giving iman to people, there are some people that, you know, the, the, the Quraysh, they gave away their control over their, their souls to rocks and to stones and to money and to uh, racism and tribalism and all of these other different, you know, things. And it, it was, the, you know, it was the fadl of Allah Ta'ala, it was the grace of Allah Ta'ala that this powerful nur came through the Prophet Sallallahu and shook them. That they had a second chance to be like, you know, do we really want to do this or not? And some of them still, it couldn't, it could, it didn't uh, uh, rest a grip from them. But most of them, it did. Uh, but it's very difficult at that point. So this is one of the one of the harms of the sins. Is what is that? The punishment of one is that you will do a second, and the punishment of the second is that you'll do a third, and your your nafs will become literally like a slave to it. And then afterward, uh, you may even want to give it up, and you can't. Uncle, you ever met, met an alcoholic before? You've been in America for a while. They're drunk people, but for whatever reason, they they love me. Like they're like they come to me like a magnet. You got you ever you ever met a? You, yeah. They come to me because the thing they know Muslims we don't drink, right? So they'll come they'll come to they'll come and they'll be like, oh you guys don't drink that's boring that's bogus that's this and that, and then I'll be like no it's not it's good, you know I go I go like you know you keep your you keep your wit wits about you I don't go home and beat my wife up and like b- smash windows and you know like you know what I mean like it's a good that's a good thing that's a good way of living. And they're all they're like, yeah, you're right, man. You know, you know what? Let me, let me be honest with you. Like, you know, I hate this so much. I hate this bottle so much, but I can't leave it. So many people have said that to me. So many people, alcoholics, have said that to me. From the time I was in university, you know, and through, through until now. But the problem is, you can't, you can't give it up. It's difficult. It's very difficult. One, one, one guy used to really give me a hard time. I knew him. He used to give me really... Allah Ta'ala gave me is a good guy, mashallah. He used to give me a really hard time. You guys think you're better than us because you don't drink? And I'm like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, uh, and, and, and he would like... Sometimes he'd become really upset. And then he'd confide in me afterwards. Like, man, I got so wasted last, last weekend. And I actually saw Satan. And it was the scariest thing in the world. I swear, I, I, it's not right. I should give it up. Blah, blah, blah. And then the next week, same thing. You know, and, and, you know, you think you're better than us because you don't drink. Okay, I didn't say anything. Why do you, you know, if you feel something in your heart, then why are you going to say it to me? But yeah, uh, in this one juzi sense, this one particular sense, yes, a person who doesn't drink is better than the one who does. All the sins are like that, though. Addiction to money, addiction to uh, all sorts of different different things, takabur, jealousy, all of them are like that. A person, once they start to indulge themselves to it, they become they become subject to its power, and that's really scary. That's really scary. A person, you know, that's... Those are the type of sins if a person, you know, 
looks over their life and they find themselves, uh, 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 you know, under the power of those things, that's the one they should turn to Allah Ta'ala in a Mubarak night like this and say, Ya Hayu, Ya Qayyumu, bi rahmatik astaghithu, aslih li sha'ni kullahu wa la takilni ila nafsi tarfata'in. Oh, oh, the one who is ever living and the one through whom everything subsists. Uh, 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 I, I, I call out desperately for your mercy Istighatha is what? Is like when you're, you're about to die And you call, cry out for help That's what istighatha is uh, um, That's what istighatha is That I cry out for your help desperately uh, Rectify my affair, all of it And don't, don't, don't uh, put, put me under the control of my nafs Not even for the twinkling of an eye That you control my affairs Don't leave me to choose for myself You choose for me what's best because we've chose for, chosen for ourselves whatever makes us happy and we've done it again and again and it's driven us to destruction. We're done with it. It's no longer, it doesn't appeal to us anymore. Uh, 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 and, and uh, you know, a person just needs to make dua to Allah Ta'ala like a person who's like on a sinking ship. You know, you got five minutes to ask for what you want. <laughs> Afterward, you're not going to get to ask anything ever again. So go ahead, you know, go ahead and ask. Uh, 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 that that that's the way a person has to make make dua. Uh, that so someone may commit such a sin uh, uh, because if he does not, it causes him great pain and discomfort. Subsequently, the wretched person has no enjoyment whatsoever. I've seen so many. Ajib Allah protect us from these things. I don't tell these stories to like look down on other people. Allah knows what the hal is inside of our own hearts. And you know, if someone else were to tell you about our sins, then you know. Uh, you'd be like, well, you're in the same boat. Allah protect all, all of us. It's just good to remind a person, especially before they get stuck in these things. Because it's easy not to go into them in the first place. Once you're stuck in them, it's very difficult to get out. Once you come under the power of it. I mean, there was one brother, he owned a restaurant. Okay? He used to sell alcohol in that restaurant. He used to sell haram uh, 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 food in that restaurant. And it made a lot of money for him. It, you know, uh, it made a lot of money for him. One night, maybe like a night like this, he made toba in the masjid and he, uh, 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 you know, he said, I'm going to stop selling alcohol and I'm going to stop, uh, uh, you know, uh, selling haram things. And he ran the, the thing for, like, I think, for maybe six months, seven months, eight months, something like that. And, uh, um, it, you know, he was still making money. The restaurant business is very cutthroat. You know, it's, the margins are very thin. A lot of them, they fail in the first year. He was still making money. But he wasn't making as much money as he was from before. The guy owns several houses and he's driving nice cars and all of these other things. And what was it? It was just that he wasn't making as much money from before. So he would call and he'd be like, oh, my relatives are saying, look, you're throwing away money. You're stupid. You know, what should I say to them? I said, I don't know. You say whatever you want to them. You know, I go, are you starving to death? Is it like they're going to evict you from your house? Maybe we can give you a fatwa that this is permissible because you're going to like, you know, your kids are going to become homeless or whatever. No. We're making money, but it's just, we were making so much more from before. And khas, the guy, one day we went into his restaurant and we see there's like a, 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 a you know, like a Budweiser fridge in there. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, he's like, oh yeah, brothers, well, you see like uh, this, 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 and this item are not halal anymore. I go, that's fine. And we just waited for him to go, go back into the kitchen and got up and left. Um, you know, Allah give hidayah, inshallah, khatima an iman. People make stupid mistakes. Maybe he also will, uh, inshallah, make dua <coughs> that he'll also make toba. You know, you may you may dua for other people for in these things. Why? Because if Allah, you know, accepts it for them, maybe he'll accept it for us as well. You know, there's a hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam that when a person makes dua for his brother behind his back, uh, Allah appoints an angel to say that may this also be for this one as well. 
So maybe Allah will give us tawfiq as well before we leave. The point is not necessarily to badmouth the guy, but uh, uh, you know, these are they're, they're scary things. Someone for someone, it's money. For someone, it's women. For someone, it's men. For somebody, it's uh, a marriage. For somebody, it's uh, you know uh, which school they get into. For somebody, it's which profession they go to. For somebody, it's uh, you know uh, how they look or or you know all of these different types of things. Uh, um, but they just they just uh, you know they throw their they throw their 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 heart and they throw their their spirit into the garbage can and it's just not it's just not worth it you know uh, and then that person subsequently that person has no enjoyment whatsoever that person has no enjoyment whatsoever whatsoever they get what they want but it's complete like it's completely uh, 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 you know it's the life is not devoid of any happiness anymore and the akhirah is even worse you know uh, um, section uh, 11 uh, sinning causes the will and desire for repentance to weaken until a person is left with no inspiration whatsoever to repent and then they die in this condition uh, this is one of the most scary things why? because a person will be judged according to the way they, they pass from this world it, it uh, causes the desire for repentance to weaken until the person has no inspiration whatsoever to repent and they die in this condition I've heard from brothers you know like in the Muslim world like, uh, you know, people who have seen car accidents, for example. Uh, pe- I mean, people, Muslims drink as well. Imagine if there were, someone was flogged in Medina during the life of the Prophet ﷺ for being drunk. And he's a Sahabi, and the Prophet ﷺ, you know, like the people were like setting, shouting curses at him when they flogged him. And the Prophet ﷺ said, don't help shaitan against your brother. You know, so you can flog him, flog him, but don't, don't curse him, you know. Uh, so if people are going to be drunk at that time, the people, in there, people who drink in the Muslim world, unfortunately. So they said that one brother said that I, I saw a car accident, and the uh, 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 the the person at the time of his death, uh, uh, you know, he, he it was a fatal car accident. And he's dying. He's bleeding. You know, and uh, uh, he he was drunk, and uh, they're saying to him, just say la ilaha illallah, say la ilaha illallah. So mashallah, see, being the Muslim world, there's a benefit. Imagine in your dying breath, if somebody comes to you like that. Uh, that's a that's a great blessing. Says so they're saying to him, to say la ilaha illallah, and he's 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 just saying he says I can't I can't and he's like I'm not I'm not I just see the fire I just see see the fire. Actually, it's very interesting. Uh, uh, one of the mashaykh told me this, unconnected uh, like separately. When someone is dying, don't tell him say la ilaha illallah. Rather, just you yourself just re- repeat la ilaha illallah like once every minute or two. Why? Because sometimes shaitan comes to the person. And you can't see them, but shaitan sees that person. Or so that person sees the shaitan. And the shaitan will tell him weird stuff like die on the, 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 the deen of the Nasara, or die on the deen of the Yahud, or die in this deen, or in that deen, or this is not true, or that's not true. And the person might be saying no to the shaitan, and they may not be saying no to you. So maybe that's what was happening. Allah knows best, but the thing is it still doesn't look good. You know, when a person is drunk, are they going to expect that they're, they're, they're going to be able to have their wits about? It's probably more probable that such a person will be doing what at that time? Will they be repenting or no? Or will Allah Ta'ala take the tawfiq away from them? That's very scary, you know. People, people commit sins, you know what I mean? People mess up, everybody does. Uh, after the Prophet everybody does at some point or another. Some people's mess ups are bigger and some people's are smaller. But the problem is, is that, that this, uh, the, the problem with that sin is that if you let it go out too long without, without reining it in, and you don't think that these things are, are, are bad anymore, what happens is it starts to impinge on your heart, it starts to impinge on your ruh, to the condition where a person may be like, you know, they're dying. This happened to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam's uncle. 
Abu Talib, imagine he offered the protection, the tribal protection of Banu Hashim to the Prophet and when all Quraysh betrayed him treacherously and they boycotted Banu Hashim, he also went into that boycott and he died from it as well. He literally starved to death in the protection of the Prophet Imagine if he had died on Iman, how much, how much uh, 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 ajr and reward he would have gotten for that. And the Prophet ﷺ loved him so much. He literally is dying and he says to him, say to me a word. Uh, if you say it, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I, will, I will go and advocate on your behalf in front of Allah Ta'ala on the Day of Judgment. And what is it? Abu Jahl is sitting right next to him and he laughs. He says, he says oh, you, if you become Muslim right now, all the Arabs will laugh at you because you only did it because you're afraid of it. They'll say, Abu Talib only did it because he's afraid of death. You know? At the last moment when that thing gets uh, uh, taken away from a person, that's a really scary thing. A person should always ask for Husnul Khatima. Murabit rahimahullah tabarak wa ta'ala, that was the, the dua we would receive from him when we would go to him every, every day after Maghrib, uh, uh, after, after the durus and uh, lessons are over and we'd pray Maghrib, we'd go and take our, 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 our turban off and our hat off and he would place his hands on our heads and he would say, Tawfiq wal-Afiyah, Tawfiq wal-Afiyah wa Husnul Khatima. Allah give you tawfiq that every good intention that you have, Allah uh, let you do it. Wal-afiyah, Allah Ta'ala keep you free from any harm. Uh, uh, any harm. Uh, keep you happy in a good state. And husnul khatima, that when you die, uh, uh, you, uh, 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 when you die, may you uh, 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 die well. May your, your end, your seal be a good end. I remember I said that one time to somebody, to a relative, and they're like, Oh, bhai, khatima kya mujhe marwane ke chakkar mein ho kya? So he said, what, what kind of dua is that? You're trying to kill me? You're, you're talking about my death? I go, if I knew that I would have husnul khatima, like, just around the corner, I would, like, make, pray two rak'ahs of shukr and leave. What is there in this dunya? You want to see what Donald Trump is going to do tomorrow? You want to see what Kim Kardashian is, uh, you know, selling tomorrow? You want to, uh, you know, see like if they, the, they export uh, tariffs go up on China and on Mexico. Is that what you want to live for? Or does the rida and the, the, the mahabba of Allah Ta'ala mean more to you? Obviously nobody likes to die. That's not the point of it. You know what I mean? But the point is that after you, you know, it's like getting a shot. You know, a person may even take the shot. Why? Because it's better than getting measles. It's better, it's better to take the shot than to get like whatever... Mumps and rubella. Like, what is mumps? You don't even want to find out what it is. Just take the shot. Who cares, you know? Uh, 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 that, you know, that, that a person should uh, uh, fear that their sin should take that away from them. And notice that's not a shari'i issue. It's not a fiqh issue. It's not a fiqh issue. It's looking at the sin through a different prism, which is just as much a part of, uh, a part of the deen. Uh, and so this is the, the end of the, the, the bridge portion of the the uh, 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 what you call Jazal Amal, the small uh, uh, treatise written by uh, Hazrat Tanvi. Uh, uh, one more section, inshallah, we'll read and we'll let the brothers and sisters get to their ibadah for this night. Uh, um, there is uh, uh, a, 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 a small book named Nida'i uh, Tarbiyat by Sheikh Abdul Halim Jasim al Bilali, translated uh, by Mufti Muhammad Arshad Faruqi. Uh, it contains a theme titled Dilki Zindagi, the life of the heart, and so he quotes it below. It's just a small tract, inshallah, we'll read that and then let, let everyone be on their way. Uh, the life of the heart. Sayyidina Abdullah bin Mubarak, rahimahullah tabarak wa ta'ala, was one of the leaders in the science of hadith. And we also, uh, I add, interject that we also covered his life in the tabaqat of the Sufiya as well. Uh, Abdullah bin Mubarak earlier in this month. So you can listen to that if you want to again. 
he says in a few lines uh, of poetry that we know that sins kill the heart and that persistent in sin results in disgrace and humiliation. And abstaining from sin gives life to the heart. And disobeying your carnal self results in nothing but good. Disobeying, disobeying your nuts results in nothing but good. Uh, uh, the person who can work out, they become strong. The person who can diet, they get into shape and look good in their clothes. The person who can, you know, the person who can, uh, 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 you know, stop themselves from mouthing off to a cop uh, or, or uh, you know, trying to fight with them goes home unshot, you know, most of the time. Uh, 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 most of the time, I, there was one uh, uncle. I was coming home from Taravi one year uh, from the Masjid Osman, so I got pulled over by a cop in Lombard. There's a place on Lombard Main where the speed limit drops from like 45 to 25 very abruptly. So I got pulled over, and so I'm like, "This is it, you know? All this Trayvon and all this stuff is happening at this time." I go, "This is it, you know? What, you know? This is it. Say your la ilaha illallah. You know? This is it." So, uh, 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 you know, uh, I, put my, I put my hands on the steering wheel, like my hands open like this on the steering wheel. And it was a, a woman that she pulled me over, you know, the cop. And so she laughed so hard when she saw it. She says, she, she laughed so hard and she says, sir, you can put your hands down. This is not going to be that kind of stop. <laughs> I was like, thanks a lot, auntie. <laughs> Chachi and mommy, mashallah. So... Yeah. So this is, this is that, that disobeying your 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 nafs, it results in nothing but good. It allows a person to uh, to get through all sorts of difficult things uh, intact. In the hearts of so many people die while moving around on the earth. When the causes or means for the life of the heart come to an end, minor and major sins cause germs and viruses to attack the heart, uh, and they then permeate it. Uh, this is obviously not to be taken literally, but it's a, a spiritual metaphor. When a person commits a sin, uh, uh, then as per the statement of the Messenger of Allah وسلم, a black spot appears on the heart. When this black spot falls onto the heart, a similar size of light is removed from it. When the sins are continuously committed, this darkness envelops the entire heart. The heart is then deprived of Allah Ta'ala's light and the uh, nur of divine revelation is removed. The nur of benefiting from the recitation of the Qur'an and du'as and dhikr, etc. It, 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 the heart becomes weak until it eventually dies. Just as sinning is the fundamental reason for the death of the heart, abstaining from sin is the secret of its life. Not necessarily doing good. Abstaining from sin is a good deed better than doing good deeds. Better than you know, reading a hundred rak'ahs and then getting drunk that night. Uh, uh, that person is like a person who uh, built a castle after destroying an entire city. That's what the example Ghazali gives. Come on. Bana qasran wa damara hadama misran. The person who built like one castle and said, oh, look how beautiful it is after laying waste to an entire, an, an entire like city-state. Uh, uh, um, uh, so the, he says, just as sinning is the fundamental reason for the death of the heart, abstaining from sin is the secret behind life. The waning pulse comes to life again, and life spreads throughout every organ of the body. The heart is not inhabited only by giving up sins, rather it also needs good deeds. It is similar to rain falling on fertile ground. Allah Most High says in this guard, regard, وَتَرَى الْأَرْضَ حَمِدَةً فَإِذَا أَنزَلْنَا عَلَيْهَا وَرَبَتْ This is a, a, a beautiful metaphor in the Qur'an, and a person living in the city will not understand it. 
only uh, only somebody who observed nature very closely. You know, if you don't live out in the forest or in the desert or whatever, you can still go like go watch like a nature documentary or something every now and then. This could be, it'll help you understand a little bit about the Quran as well. Uh, um, not in the sense of like what's halal and what's haram, but just the, the, some of these ideas that you see that that there these metaphors that are talked about. So that you see the 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 earth is barren. It's completely dead. Uh, 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 and then when we send down the rain on it, it starts to move. Obviously, it's not like an earthquake, right? But you see, like, it starts to move, meaning, like, living things start to move again. This happened in Mauritania as well. When the rain comes down, you'll see, you'll see all sorts of living things come. Uh, I don't know how it is in Hyderabad, but, like, in Lahore, like, when the Barsat, uh, the, uh, the Barsat and Savan, when the monsoon rains come down, you see all sorts of living things that you never noticed from before. Different types of bugs, different type, you know what I mean? Like different plants, you know, everything. It just it just comes alive. Like literally in the desert, rivers will start flowing through the desert. You'll see animals you never saw before, and they're gone. Then again, when the when when everything becomes dry and dead once more, you see that that the rain when Allah Taala brings it down, causes the earth to uh, uh, stir and to swell, and then puts forth. Everything uh, that's uh, every zojin bahij, every type of uh, he translated as radiant plant. Bahja is like means happiness. It's like the happiness of life comes back into the into the heart of the person after they give up. You know, after they, they give up that death of uh, of sin. Uh, 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 and this is the this is again this is not just one place. So many places in the Quran, Allah Taala gives this uh, uh, gives this uh, this example. And it's something very beautiful when you see it. It's very beautiful. Like Mauritania, it's like that. It's like the Sahara Desert, which is redundant, right? Sahara means de- Sahara means desert, and in, in uh, uh, Sahara Sahari means deserts in Arabic. Um, if you make wudu in the same place, like for four or five days in a row, you'll see something will start to grow over there, just from the small amount of water. It's there, you know. Don't let anybody think that. Oh, look, I'm such a big sinner. This is a shaitan will, you know. Uh, urinate in a person's ear and say these things. Oh, you're such a big sinner. You're so bad. You're so this. You're so that. There are Sahabas that used to, they buried their infant daughters alive, radiyallahu anhum, and they cried for it afterward. They wept for it afterward. They, you know, you know what I mean. They made up for it afterward. They would cry about it even, you know, uh, uh, be, despite all of their their achievements thereafter. No, no, but none of you like killed your daughter. You know, if you did, well, even the people who did that, Allah forgave them. You know, this thing shaitan puts in your ear that there's no, there's nothing. The earth is completely dead. It's completely dead. You go see those parts of the desert. They're dead. And if you stay, hang out yourself too long, they'll kill you too. Right? You see, like, if once you see, you go to a place where there's, like, uh, the desiccated uh, uh, corpses of, like, donkeys, then you know, okay, if donkey can't handle this, you know, I, I don't got a chance over here. Um, those are the places where Allah Ta'ala, He sends down just a little bit of water and you see the, the earth literally start to move with life. And uh, uh, every every everything that comes in pairs, all living things come in pairs, male and female. Everything that comes in pairs, you'll see that that, that, that they, they the, every happy thing that comes in pairs, you'll see that emerge from that and swell forth from that 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 place. There are so many dead hearts which Allah Most High has revived through the mercy of divine revelation, and how many hearts were destroyed on account of sinning, pride, laziness, or lethargy? May Allah Taala keep our hearts vibrant. Uh, with the enthusiasm of obedience to Him. Note we learn from this that we have to carry out acts of obedience and abstain from sins for the life of our heart. Uh, this is incumbent on every Muslim. May Allah Most High inspire us. Ameen. 
وصلى الله تبارك وتعالى وسلم على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم جمعين من الله تعالى right in this night that that we are the ones that are to be freed from the fire us who are present and those who listen and all of the ummah of Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam may Allah write in this night that all of those of our brothers and sisters who are toiling under the yoke of zulm of imprisonment of slavery of uh, 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 of, of, of being fired upon because they say la ilaha illallah of their houses being assaulted of their women and children being killed their men being killed all of those who are, are, are treated as second class even though with Allah Ta'ala they're the first all of those who are suffering through any difficulty whether it be political or economic or financial or whether it be inside the heart that shaitan has the upper hand on them or the nafs or the dunya or or vanity has the upper hand on them allah ta'ala write in this mubarak night the, the 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 closeness of his help of his nasr that his nasr should be close at hand and it comes and it turns the tide from darkness into light and from 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 zulm into uh, into honor and from uh, uh, defeat into victory mm-hmm. allah subhanahu wa ta'ala write it for us both in this world and in the hereafter allahumma innaka afuun tuhibb al-'afwa fa'fu 'anna u'fu 'anna nahnu al-hadirin was-sami'in wa li ummati sayyidina muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa li kulli man قال لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من سيدنا آدم عليه السلام إلى آخر من قال الله الله وصلى الله تبارك وتعالى وسلم على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون السلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين